Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. And please share those on social media if you would be so kind. We would appreciate that. We face the same social media censorship that so many of you do. So when you share the articles and podcasts on social media, it helps us out a great deal. You know, Rob, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. I'm going to start off with myself. I had a busy weekend. I had a a move. It's my first move in quite some time, about five years. And man, moving is one of the most stressful things uh, that you can go through in life, in my opinion. I mean, it has just been a whirlwind these past four or five days, um, having things going and coming from one house to another, uh, just constantly um, one thing after another. Uh, It's very stressful, as anyone who's moved can attest to, but uh, very happy with the new house. I'm excited and uh, getting all set up. Should have the Comcast technician there next week. You know, I've got the uh, package from Comcast thinking, oh, I could just go and plug it in. Well, as soon as I walk into the house, of course, the cable cord is cut. So I have to get the uh, technician over. It's never so easy for me. I don't know about anyone listening, but when it's a situation like that where they're like, oh, you could just plug it in and you'll have internet within a couple of hours. It's never quite that easy for me. I kind of um, figured something would be up. And of course, uh, the cord was cut. But in more important news than uh, my move over the weekend, we've got uh, resident in chief Joe Biden, who is just completely flubbing up once again, this time on his nuclear talk with Putin uh, from Russia, which has even got Macron from France uh, very upset with Joe Biden because Joe Biden keeps using his words recklessly, and it seems like there's no clear direction of his foreign policy um, in his office whatsoever. The only thing that is clear is anytime that Ukraine asks for money that Joe Biden is willing to send them a check. And to me, that is directly related to them um, making his son a very rich man. And we know that money got passed along to Joe as well. So I think he's got... uh, interest in Ukraine to try and keep them afloat in this war. We know that the American politicians, the Democrats in particular, they love the war machine. They want to keep this going. And uh, Vladimir Putin's tough talk um, going back and forth. It's Joe Biden. I mean, I hate to say this, but uh, I think Putin will win that exchange each and every time. Uh, He's just much smarter than Joe Biden. He's much more callous than Joe Biden. He's more dictated than Joe Biden. Uh, He's more thoughtful. He knows what he's going to do next. These are all things that Joe Biden is not. So, uh, yeah, I don't like America's chances with Joe Biden at the helm um, going head to head with Vladimir Putin in a war of words. Uh, obviously, Russia is only going to do so much, but we've got Joe Biden and he's very unpredictable. I've got no appetite for another war, none whatsoever. So uh, hopefully things don't escalate. Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, Joe Biden and his Armageddon discussion and basically uh, saying that the world could end here uh, because of uh, this evil dictator, Vladimir Putin? Well, I'm going to talk about that. But before I do, just a couple of things. 
people think that we forgot about Columbus Day on yesterday because we didn't mention it. We did not forget about Columbus Day. We're not behaving like the left and wanting to call <laughs> it Indigenous People Day or uh, Italian Day. It's just that there was so much to cover that we just jumped right into it. But we did not forget about Christopher Columbus Day, who, as they say, discovered America. But we know that there were other people who came here. But we're not going to have a cow over that. Now, right. that being said, before I get to what you're saying about Armageddon, you got to give the folks a little bit more, Andrew, than just that tease and throw us in there about you moving. They're probably wondering, what is he talking about? Where is he going? No, I know the backstory, but they don't know the backstory. And I was going to mention it on yes last night, but I'm like, no, I'll let him say it in his own time because I know that you were out uh, one day week before. But let's just set this up. Our boy, Andrew, is a happy homeowner, folks. Let's give him a congratulations. <laughs> He's a homeowner. And despite everything that's happening out there with the high interest rates and whatnot, he was able to get a good rate. And he now has a brand new home. So that's what he's talking about when he's saying that he had a busy weekend and he had to move. Now, as I told you, Andrew, I don't like moving at all. <laughs> I hate it. I detest it. And when I do get ready to move, I will probably sell everything in the current place and buy brand new stuff all over again there you go pack, i mean having to pack this stuff man it's crazy yeah you know, and my mom used to work at a clothing store so um to say that i've got a lot of clothes would be an understatement um <laughs> my drawers are just full of sweatpants and shirts and flannels and all this stuff just i haven't even gotten to my clothes yet i just unloaded the big stuff so far that you know got the tv out the couches uh the computer desk things like that but uh the clothes are next on the list i'm still not done with my move i couldn't get it accomplished in one weekend so, so are you moving yourself by yourself or are you having uh, paying your buddies to help you or do you have a moving company um, I was fortunate enough this weekend where uh, my uncle came and helped and he's got okay. a, a Dodge Ram and a big trailer. So he brought that over and we just loaded up the trailer and it only took one trip with that thing uh, wow. over there. And we got a majority of the stuff, like I said, all of the big stuff. So that was very convenient and uh, very fortunate to have uh, my brother and my uncle to help me out. So do you have everything situated in your new pad or is just like in little clumps? You got to yeah. here. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> there's like boxes and corners all over the place. Yeah, it's not pretty right now. But oh my uh, God, I hate it. You know, and then when you start unpacking, I mean, you get halfway done, then you're like, look, and you're like, oh, my God, I've got like five more boxes. I'm just going to put that over here and I'll see about that later. And you never look into it. I mean, when I move, I'm like, I have boxes from like two years ago when I moved, when I had moved. And I'm thinking, man, what's in those boxes? And it gets to the point. I'm like, look, I don't know what's <laughs> in it. I don't miss it. I'm just going to just set it aside and just forget all about it. But it is a pain having to move. But like I said, congratulations to you, Andrew. Thank uh, you, new my homeowner. Friend. And, uh, you know, hey, welcome to the world of home ownership. With it comes a lot of responsibility because you have to hire a handyman when the pipes don't go right. You've got to do this and that. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, is it, you know, just owning a home, is it overrated? No, people will say that's like one of the biggest purchases that you'll make in your lifetime. And it does, it does help you to accumulate wealth. 
because if you stay in the property long enough, the value of it, that's the intent, the value for the value to increase. And then you sell it off. And as I told you, this is your starter home. You know, down the line, you'll probably get your mansion. So you'll create the equity from the small uh-huh. home to buy a bigger home. But man, I mean, when you have to, that responsibility that you have to take on. Wow. Good luck, yeah, my friend. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You're living here in the uh, state of Illinois, taxes are not cheap either. So there's a lot of uh, taxes associated with uh, buying the house and uh, yeah. all of that. Property taxes are outrageous <sighs> here. Uh, that's just a whole nother story. Well, the same thing here in New York City, you know, with the, the prices that we pay with the taxes. And when you go over a certain amount, they want to, believe it or not, include a mansion tax. Now, you might not consider your place a mansion. But depending on the size and how much, they'll say, okay, this is a mansion. So we want a mansion tax. And then they only allow certain people in New York to close on the loan. Outside of New York, you can go to a title company. But in New York, you have to go to an attorney because the attorneys have managed to deal with the the government that they want to be able to close your house so that they can get all that money. I mean, it's all corrupt. It's all smoke screens and mirrors. My job was in the real estate. I uh, closed... uh, or I didn't close, but I would help people with their mortgages to help finance their mortgages. And it was a big scam. It was a big scam, you know, watching people go through it. But, you know, I will say one thing. We're talking about, you know, moving and whatnot. I cannot wait for the midterms election so that we could move a whole chunk of congressmen on the Democrat side, of course, out of office and let the doorknob hit them where the good Lord split them, as George Jefferson on the Jeffersons used to say. But man, I can, it can't get here fast enough. And you know that there, they, there's fear that's out there. Because you look at the hit job that they're trying to run on Herschel Walker. I don't know if Herschel Walker did it. He didn't do it. You know what? I don't even give a rat's patootie. Because if I were in Georgia, I would still vote for Herschel Walker. I don't care. Ralph Warnock has his own issues. And we spoke about this last night. But man, they are doing their darnest to try and take him out. And Andrew, what I find interesting is that there are always these negative articles on candidates on the right. And for the left, the media can't seem to find anything. Like Ralph Raphael Warnock trying to run over his wife trying to, uh, what do they call, obstruction of justice on a child molestation case. They won't say anything about it, even when it happened, if you recall, back in 2020, the media played it down. They did the same thing with Andrew Gillum. All this negative stuff that they're trying to throw out at Republicans, they say that they're the bad guys and you gotta watch out for them. I was watching last Sunday I was just channel surfing before we came on the air and I saw, uh, well, not before we came on the air, before I was going to do some pre-work and I saw this thing with Anderson Cooper and he was interviewing the president of the largest religious group here in America, the Southern Baptist. And I knew where he was going with this. It was another hit job because again, folks, Donald Trump is not in office. So he's interviewing this guy and he's like, he started off by saying, now, and you said that you don't support Trump. And he goes, no, I don't, because I think he's an evil man. And I think this, and I think that, oh, Anderson Cooper, he's loving this. You can see him smiling because he was trying to virtue signal to all the other Southern Baptist people out there. 
that stay away from Donald Trump because your leader is telling you not to vote for him because he's an evil man. And he goes, well, why do you think he's an evil man? Well, because of the way he treats women and because of some of the racist things he said. Now, before that, before he introduced this guy, he was seeing how the Southern Baptist religious the group, they had been trying to cover up a sex scandal, sexual harassment cases. So Anderson Cooper, he's all into this because again, he's trying to convince evangelicals that Trump is a bad guy because apparently 70% of evangelicals voted for Trump in 2016 and 2020. So they got to break that stronghold. So now they're coming in with everything they can. Now, again, Trump isn't president. We don't even know if Trump is going to run again, but just in case he does, they're trying to divert your attention from Joe Biden, the wannabe Catholic who believes in abortion to focus on Donald Trump because he's an evil man and he's mean to women. And of course, women, that's like the big thing right now, women, women, women. Never mind the fact that when you look at the Democrats, you look at Bill Clinton, look at how Bill Clinton treated women and look at all the all, some of the other congressmen, the way they treated women. Look at Joe Biden himself, the way he treats women now, the way he treated his own daughter. But shh, the media won't cover that. They want to focus on a person who's not even a president. So he's talking to this guy and this guy is going on. And he's like, oh, yeah, Trump, he's a bad guy. And, you know, we can't vote for him because you can't be a Christian and vote for him. Well, you know, you can't be a quick Christian and go in and vote for someone who wants to do abortion. Raphael Warnock, he's for abortion. Quiet as it's kept. The media won't talk about that. And why do they care what the Southern Baptist group thinks about? They don't like religion anyway. So why is Anderson Cooper, a gay man, trying to interview this guy? And then he brings up the whole thing with abortion. What do you guys feel about abortion? The guy, oh, we're against abortion. What do you feel about gay marriage? Well, I believe marriage between a man and a woman. Donald Trump said, okay, to each his own. So once the guy said that, he, Anderson Cooper decided to slightly move around it. It's a hit job, folks. It's a hit job. Anderson Cooper couldn't care less about the Southern Baptist religion. Okay, come election time, they would denigrate this group and say that they're fleckless, they're stupid, and they're dumb. And they cleave to their Bibles and their guns, as Obama once said. But now he wants to make it seem as if they'll see, I can talk to them. And this is what your leader is saying. People wake up and realize what's happening. The people on the left, they don't care about you. They, the only thing they want you to do is vote their way, continue to give them power. And when you give them power, they're going to blow it, blow the whole thing up. And that leads me to what our, our, uh, Andrew was saying about Armageddon. Armageddon, if you are a true Christian and if you read the Bible, the Bible gives us the signs of the last days. Perilous times will come. What do you think is happening right now? That people would rather believe a lie than the truth. All you have to do is look at Joe Biden. The man is incompetent. He's cognitively challenged. He has lied to us on more than one occasion. And he will continue to lie. Do you actually think that Putin blew up his own Nord Stream pipeline, his moneymaker? Do you actually think that he did that? Come on, let's just speak truth to power. He's out telling people, telling, saying that if Putin used nuclear weapons, it's going to be Armageddon. Now, if you remember, 
They all said that when Trump was in office, we were going to be marching to World War III. We didn't. We weren't. But under Joe Biden, there is a possibility that we are marching toward Armageddon, World War III. Because Biden does not care. He doesn't realize what's going on. He doesn't realize what's at stake. All of his policies has brought us to this point. Look at the oil industry. Look at the gas prices. Why are we going, as we said last night, why are we going to Iran and Venezuela for gas? When we can do or make our own gas here in Texas, our own coal in Pennsylvania. Open up the Keystone Pipeline. And a lot of you people out there voted for Joe and he told you in your face he was going to shut it down. Now you're having buyer's remorse. Now you see that under him, there is a possibility that there is World War III. There is a possibility of Armageddon. I'm going to pick this back up on the other side. But you know what, Andrew, what I'm thinking? Something that you always tease the folks to. Maybe if we were to give Joe a little healthy sale, he would wake the heck up at a lot of these other beta males. What do you say, Andrew? I say you're 100% correct. And if you're looking for better sleep focus and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I have both tried Healthy Cell, and we're so happy we did. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. They really do make a difference. You start taking these, you do feel better, you feel smarter, you feel more energized, or if you're um, just having trouble sleeping, they've got that covered as well. It's much safer and healthier than a lot of these um, over-the-counter prescription sleeping medications. Uh, you could check out Healthy Cell's Rim Sleep. They've got great products all the way around. You could go to healthycell.com and check out all these great products and save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. You can now save 25% off Healthy Cell with the code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait. We wash our nose? Yes. The number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean 
not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Andrew, before I go back into Armageddon and whatnot, uh, as we've shared with the folks, you're a new homeowner. Are you staying there now? Are you at the new place? I know you're not at the new place right now, but have you been? Have you spent any nights there? Yes, I did. I spent the weekend there, and uh-huh. uh, I've been there since then. Unfortunately, um, I still cannot do the old podcast from there because, as I mentioned in the first segment, uh, the internet is not up and running yet. But uh, uh-huh. hopefully by next week's shows, uh, I'll be doing it from the new place. So you're going to have it all laid out. You're going to have your uh, te- technological room. Oh, yeah. Which you- <laughs> The office. The all oh, the mm-hmm. office. Okay. Uh-huh. The office. Andrew's office where he's gonna be shooting after dark with Robin Andrew live. Yeah, I like that. You know, maybe we should I should come up there and we could do like a yeah. on set type deal, you know, rocking Import, and rolling. Im- important business <laughs> taking place in that room. Hey, I like that. <laughs> well, now <laughs> that you're there, hopefully you'll get a chance to enjoy that without Armageddon. <laughs> I need to put right, a sour yeah. note on it. Please at without... least give me a few weeks. Jeez. <laughs> You know, but hopefully, I mean, you're like I said, you're transitioning to your new place. Hopefully soon we can get Biden moving also and get him out. And of course, when he goes out, you won't have NAR saying that he took records that he shouldn't have taken. And we need those records. That only happens when you happen to be Donald Trump, that they want to make all these crazy accusations. You know, I just I, I just don't get it, you know, Yeah. because, you know, we heard for four years really five, when Trump first started, when he said he was going to run, how he was going to lead us to World War III and how they scared people. And Andrew, believe it or not, a lot of people are still buying into those lies. You are. They still believe. And, and, and it's unbelievable. Well, they yeah. are. A lot of people, they are yeah. still yeah, believing absolutely. these lies. Absolutely. And uh, you mentioned Bill Maher. I mean, this guy, he comes out and he talks the big tough talk against Joe Biden and the Democrats. But when it comes down to it, he's still a progressive uh, liberal Democrat. He's very progressive. Um, He wants all these government handouts. It's what he believes in. And uh, he even came out on his show this past week and he says, well, as bad as Joe Biden's been, it's still a lot better than the alternative was uh, Donald Trump. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's easy for you to say, a multimillionaire who um, the economy does not really affect whether uh, the market's up or down. Um, he still got his millions of dollars in the bank. But to the average American, um, there's absolutely no way you could say that things are as good under Joe Biden as they were under Donald Trump. I mean, people had a lot more money in their pocket under Donald Trump. I mean, prices were cheaper. Wages were up. Um, basically, just every economic metric uh, was better um, during President Trump's reign in office. And Joe Biden has just been an utter disaster. And more importantly, Andrew, we were safe. We were safe. Despite what they were saying, that we're going to go to World War III and North Korea is going to do this and North Korea is going to do that and China is going to come in here and Russia this, we were safe. None of that happened. For four years, we were safe. Biden is halfway through his second year. And there's a possibility that we could go to war. 
Look at what happened with Ukraine and Russia and Biden's meddling with that. I mean, we said from day one, we supported uh, Zelensky when we said, okay, maybe he can squash this and put it out. But this has been going on for how many months? Yeah. And there's no sight in end. We supported him before all our taxpayer dollars started going over there. <laughs> exactly, him wanting more money. Yeah, that changed my money. tune. <laughs> right, because remember, he said that if without, if we don't have these uh, planes, they're going to knock us out. They never got the planes, and they're still fighting. They're still fighting. But something that's more important that I don't think people are focusing in on is how these countries, China, Russia. Now, of course, China is looking at Russia and saying, dude, you guys fucked up. Oops, excuse me. I didn't mean to say that. This after dark. Wow. You guys, <laughs> it was a slip. It was a slip. Please don't censor me. But, you know, it wanted to say that you guys screwed up royally. Okay, you screwed up royally. But nevertheless, you're still in the race. We still support you. We can still corroborate, you know, and with India. And China's looking at, you know, also, God, I'm in America's backyard. And those silly fools, they're so stupid and dumb and crazy. They don't know which, which end is up. They're busy trying to decide if a man is a woman and a woman is a man. They're busy trying to indoctrinate their children. They're busy trying to dumb down everything in America. While our kids are getting smarter and smarter. So just think about it. If we were to go to war, who's going to fight? The military has missed all of its benchmarks as far as recruitment. Who's going to fight? Our men and women are tired. Now, some would say, yeah, but China, they've never been in a war. America's troops, they've been fighting for God knows how long. Right, they have. But remember, Biden, Austin, Lloyd Austin, and Mark Miley are planning on kicking out a lot of military yeah. guys. They don't take the vaccine. I was just going to mention, I was really impressed <laughs> with those uh, young men that we had on our show uh, last week that are mm. ser- proudly serving our country. And uh, I hope they win their fight and are allowed to stay because we should be looking for more people like that in our military. Instead, this Biden administration is trying to throw them out. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. These guys are real war fighters. And uh, this Biden administration, just because they have not taken this jab, is trying to throw them out of the military. It's unbelievable. Because they haven't had the jab in the arm. They want to kick them out. So again, who would go in and fight the war? Are you going to rely on the men and women, the man who doesn't know if he's a man or a woman, or the woman who doesn't know if she's a woman or a man? You're going to rely on them to fight the war? And if you get ready to fight the war with them, they're going to probably say, hold up. I've got to have my sex change. I can't do it right now. As Colonel Hall has already said, you have to be military ready, soldier ready. You got to be ready to go to war when you start in. These folks won't be ready. They'll have mental issues. They don't know which end is up. And this is all thanks to Barack Obama. You know what, Andrew? I think back uh, 30 or 20 or 30 years ago, when Bill Clinton came up with the policy, don't ask, don't tell. And when he had that, people were like up in arms. That's crazy. What is he talking about? Don't ask, don't tell him. Don't this. Blah, 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 blah. You know, when I think about it, I think that was the best policy ever. Don't ask me, and I'm not going to tell you. Because when you think about it, it's no one's business. What do we care what you're doing in the privacy of your own bedroom? I don't care. 
as long as you're not, if it's not affecting your job, why should we care? But people, oh, we don't need don't ask, don't tell. We should be able to serve openly. Serve what openly? You're there, you're a soldier. And as Colonel Hall said, it was more the people on the outside who were concerned with it as opposed to the soldiers. Because your main concern was, I want to do my job and get back home to the bosom of my family. And with these local politicians, these activists who are more concerned. And now that these activists have managed to take over just about everything that's near and dear, our recruitment numbers are down. So if we do start marching toward, and we are toward Armageddon, who's going to protect us? Since Biden has said, if you don't take my shot, you got to get out of the military. You're kicking people out that have institutional knowledge, people who know how to get things going, the mechanics of the military, how to get the engine started. Who's going to do it? Who do we have to do it? And you guys feel comfortable with Joe Biden's wrinkled, shaky finger on the red button? Think how many times they said, oh, Trump, he might just start a war. He's going to do this. He's going to never happened. We didn't even come close to it, Andrew. And now with these woke generals, woke people in Biden's cabinet, Ron Klein, Susan, what's her name? Uh, I was say Susan Collins, but Susan Rice. I mean, do we really think these people know what's going on? Barack Obama couldn't care less because he has daughters. He doesn't have sons. But if the lives of his daughters were on the line, and why shouldn't they be? Since they want to make everyone equal, make them go out and uh, register for the armed service, selective service. Why shouldn't they? What's the difference? But no one is talking about that. So when you don't have a dog in the fight, someone who's going to go out there and fight, you don't care. So a lot of these people that are there, Americans that are saying, oh, but Biden, he's this, he's good. I had someone contact me the other day about Social Security. She was concerned about Social Security that when Republicans get into office, Social Security is going to be gone. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how many times have I heard that Social Security is going to end on the Republicans? It will never end. It's all a scare tactic. If you recall when Bush was in office, they were saying only a few more years before we run out of Social Security. We're not going to run out of Social Security. It might not be enough for the amount that we want to be there. But even with that, why would we? They say, well, it's coming from a different pot. Okay, here's a novel idea. All that money that you're giving to illegals, move that money over to Social Security to uh, take care of the American right. people. And who the Ukraine. Served this, and, and Ukraine, who took care of, who worked hard and paid taxes. Move that money over to take care of them. Why don't you? But no one is thinking about that. They're too busy saying, let's help out these illegal aliens and let's make certain they have a place to stay. Meanwhile, we're marching toward Armageddon because we have a guy at the top who's old and feeble. I bet you anything, Jill Biden is running things. I bet she's running things. She and Susan Rice. We know that Kamala isn't because Kamala doesn't even know what time of day it is. But these are the people who are at the top that we're supposed to feel so comfortable with that they have all the answers. They're allowing crime and violence to take place all over. As Tr Trump was right when he said that the media is the enemy of the people. Indeed, they are. 
because if we had a true and honest and fair media, they would be telling the American people that this administration doesn't have a clue. They're all failures and that we should be concerned. But instead of doing that, they want to keep bringing up Trump, 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 because they know that there's a visceral hate out there for Trump thanks to their own doing. And I would say to people, just turn the clock back and you would see how they loved Trump. They loved The Apprentice. Rap stars loved Trump. But then when they threw in this whole thing with race, 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 everything is about race. They knew that would silence people. So a lot of people are silent right now. If they were to say, do you realize that we could be in a possible war? What do you mean a possible war? That's just racism. Yeah, but look at who they're going to throw on the front lines, Black people. Oh, no, 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 no. And then when it happens, that's not fair. People, wake up. This administration is so corrupt. It's so devious. That is the reason why we can't get, as we said on last night's show, Democrats don't want to debate. Why they wait until the 11th hour to debate? They want you to go ahead and vote by mail-in ballots. You know, believe it or not, Andrew, I received a, and I didn't even ask for it, uh, I received notification for early, early voting. If I want to go in and vote, it opens October 29th. Early voting is October 29th through November 6th. The election day is November 8th. So what they want me to do is go in and vote. And once they count the votes and say, oh, okay, we think we got about 67% of the votes in. Now we can start uh, debating the, the, the Republicans because now they can't change their votes which is what they did during the last election. And that was something else I noticed when I was watching 60 Minutes this past weekend, is that Anderson Cooper asked this guy who's over the Southern Baptist Convention, he said, do you think that the election was stolen? The guy said, no, I don't think it was stolen. I think it was a duly fair, Biden was duly elected. And I find that interesting also that the left, they always want to put that question out there. Do you think that the election was stolen? Do you think that Biden is a duly elected president? When, when Trump was elected, duly elected, you had people all the way at the top questioning the legitimacy of that election. And it was okay. Twitter was okay with it. Facebook was okay with it. The Department of Justice, Andrew, was okay with it. And the FBI was okay with it. Fast forward, they're not okay with it. You cannot question the legitimacy of Biden's election. The same way as we march charge Armageddon. And if people say, wait, wait, put the brakes on this, what is actually happening? They will try to silence that. And you know what else? Not many people are talking about it because they're not putting the information out there for public consumption. But I would encourage all of you who are listening tonight to share this broadcast. Share it over and over again. So some would say, well, but we can't share it because I'm not on social media, whatever platform you're on. I know that a lot of you are looking at Elon Musk saying that he's going to buy Twitter. That's fine. That's dandy. But don't hang your hats on that. Don't hang your hats on it. You got to hang your hats on what you know, picking up the phone, talking to people, getting you, out the vote. Go if ahead. Elon buys uh, Twitter, would you consider going back? Well, I'm not going to rush to go back. I mean, if they tell me, hey, <laughs> you got the account. OK, fine. Dandy. Uh, but I mean, it, I have I've moved on beyond Twitter, beyond a lot of the social media. We have this platform. We don't know for how much longer we have the platform. Uh, I've oftentimes said that there are a lot of deep pocket Republicans that are there that should be trying to create a platform 
I mentioned the other night, the CEO of Cerdell, who left Chicago, taking with him all those jobs and moved to Florida. He's now giving to different candidates. And I would say, folks, do not give up on these candidates whom they're trying to slander, like Herschel Walker. I don't know what's going on there, but he's in that seat. He's running. We need to vote for him. We can't let it. We just can't give it up and say, oh, Raphael Warnock, because that's what they want you to do. They want to challenge your moral values and say, well, you can't do it. You can't vote for him because look at what he did. Okay, so if you don't vote for him, what do they want you to do? Vote for Raphael Warnock? He's a minister and he believes in abortion. Well, then I'm not going to vote. No, don't do that. They want you to do that. You got to wake up. You got to see the game that they're playing. His little son, Christian, had in two years to divulge that information. But he did it because he was enjoying the limelight. Now he's on Facebook having a complete meltdown. I'm like, dude, please grow up, get a pair. Stop all this nonsense. And you get all these left wingers saying, oh, I feel so sorry for him. Oh, I feel so this. Man, wake up. I am tired of these pantsy, prancy men. Grow a pair. And as I said, Andrew, maybe we should send them some healthy cell. And maybe that would help them out. Yeah, it would most certainly help them out. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We're on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Okay, so we're back for the last half of the show. We've been talking about Andrew's move. Uh, Andrew, I've got, I don't want to say it over the line, uh, live, but, you know, hit me up with the address. Definitely got to get your housewarming gift uh, because I think this is exciting. I mean, uh, a homeowner, like, wow. It comes a, a lot of responsibility, but, hey, you're, you're deserving. You kicked your ass, brother, and you realized a dream. 
You didn't wait for handouts from Joe Biden, even in Joe Biden's crazy economy, whereby they're going crazy with the rates. You did it the right way. You recognize the American dream. So, hey, brother, nothing but accolades for you. Much success. Like I said, this is just the beginning. Soon you'll have your mansion. And then you'll probably fill your house up with a lot of little kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I was I was with you up until the last one, but uh, yeah. <laughs> the kids <laughs> very, very uh, flattered by the statements. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> okay, so uh, the last half, I just want to do. I guess I get I hit a couple of hot topics, things that have been taking place the past week that I want to talk about. And one of them I want to mention is Kamala Harris. Uh, the comment that she made after Hurricane. Ian took place, and she was saying that people of color, you know, mainly people, should get preferential treatment when they're doling out relief. And she said it should be equity based because you know that there are a lot of poor people, and you know they're suffering and they lost a lot. I mean, I mean, Andrew, does that make any sense to you? It sure doesn't. I mean, why would you want to prioritize as to we're not going to give to these people because you don't have the right skin color? We're going to give to those. What if, let's say, there's a black person who's there, not just a, but a, a handful of black people who are well off, and they're saying, hey, I'm going to get at this top of the line. Give to me and not to this white person or to this other black person. I'm more deserving. Is that how they're going to ration out the funds? I mean, that statement in itself should wake people up and make people aware that this administration is so stuck on identity politics, they're so divisive, and the only thing that they have done is to divide us. They say that Trump divided us. No, Trump didn't. Trump made us aware as to who these people actually are. Now, he wasn't as articulate as some would like, but Trump was more than willing to go out there. Remember when we had the hurricane in Texas, and he went to Texas, he and Melania, and they were helped to dole out paper towel and food to the people. Joe didn't do that. Why didn't Joe do it? Joe just sat back in front of a microphone and said, they better not F with the Bidens. <laughs> did you catch that, Andrew, when he was on a hot mic? They better not F with the Bidens. I did not catch that. Oh, oh, you have got to Google that man. I was busy this weekend, man. Oh, I'm that's right. <laughs> that's right. You were moving. But hey, look, I, I got it. He was he went to Florida. And he, he and Ron DeSantis, and they were speaking. It was a great, you know, little, I guess, uh, uh, camera moment. Ron DeSantis came there and said, I want to thank President. Uh, well, he said, President, I'm going to say President, for helping us out, you know, with this is a team effort and whatnot. So Biden steps aside, and then this guy comes up to him, and he's talking to him, talking to him about something. And Biden goes, yeah, they better not F with Bidens, with the Bidens. And I'm like, so what is he trying to say? Don't mess with him and Hunter, <laughs> that they're untouchable? Like, are you serious? But not once did they show him or uh, his wife, Jill, helping people who were impacted by the hurricane. But you know what they did show? They showed her in these high heel sandals. Now, remember when Melania Trump went to Texas and they were saying how she dressed? Why does she dress like that? And why does she dress this way? Why can't she dress the other way? They said nothing about Jill Biden dressed all up. And you want to tell me that these folks aren't biased? Give me a effing break. It's like, come on. It's like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Go ahead. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. Jill went for the photo op. I mean, that's what this woman's MO is. Get out in front of that camera. She never saw a camera that she didn't like. She loves the attention. And uh, she's going to keep rolling out her uh, decrepit old senile husband uh, as long as it takes. 
um, as long as uh, the attention stays on her. You're so right. She never saw a camera that she didn't like. And you know what else? She never saw a camera that she didn't like. But I got to give her one thing. She wears these huge full print dresses like lemons. I, I like the dresses. I think they look great on her. I, I, for some reason, I like lemons. I like to see women wearing lemons. I even like to see men in a lemon shirt. But I mean, I'll give her that, the, the lemon print. But other than that, she's useless as far as I'm concerned. Are you saying Dr. Biden's kind of a cougar? <laughs> well, she ain't a cougar for me. <laughs> I'll take a pass. I'll take a pass. She can stick with Joe. Uh, another, something else I want to bring up. Uh, there were 12 federal judges who are saying that they're going to refuse clerks from Yale Law School, refusing the clerks because they said that they have been indoctrinated. And you know what I say to that? Hoorah. I'm glad that people are waking up because at this point of the game, I've oftentimes said that going to all these Ivy League schools, it's a waste of time unless you just want to waste money. Because what exactly are they learning? Nothing. We saw the other day at NYU, uh, college students got together and had a professor fired because he said that his classes were too hard, too tough. He was elusive. He looked down on them and they fired the guy. Now, just imagine how much you're, you're, you're paying to send your kid to these schools. And then you're going to fire a professor because he's too tough. My kid has other things to do. My kid needs to go out and be an, an activist. The same thing with doctors. We heard about the doctors. They're saying that medical school is too difficult. They're, they need to lower the standards. Lower the standards for who? I want a doctor who knows what he's doing. But no, we need to lower the standards. Uh, something else that took place in the news. I'm just going through. Andrew, feel free to jump in here. Stacey Abrams. Remember Stacey Abrams claimed that she uh, that the election was stolen from her, the 2018 election against Brian Kemp. And we mentioned this in the other night. Yes. And an Obama judge, U.S. District Judge Steve Jones, came out and said that that's unfounded. It's not true. There is no border suppression and that the election was on the up and up in Georgia. Go figure. She was on the Sunday show saying that, oh, no, 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 it wasn't. This is what he actually said. She was trying to wordsmith and spin, and she was going against Shannon Bream on Fox News, who took over for Chris Wallace, who's a loser, who's over at CNN, still bitching and moaning that he's not out there and that people have forgotten about him. Well, they've forgotten about you because you didn't have a good product. They've forgotten about you because people woke up and realized that you are, in fact, an enemy of the people, Chris. But going back to our girl, Stacey Abrams who a, the wannabe, uh, what is it, author. She likes to write these risque books under a, another name, a pseudo name. So she's now saying, oh no, I never said that I didn't lose the election. Yes, you did. And you're gonna lose the election again this year. Fair and square, good riddance. I mean, the audacity of these people who come into office thinking that everything should be given to them because of who they are. Oh, I'm a big, fat, overweight black woman. And it's okay that I'm overweight, just like Lizzo. I have to accept my body. Okay, accept your body. But, you know, that's not a good image to be putting out there. So, so she writes like those uh, fantasy novels that women like? Those yeah. Like, uh, fantasy yeah. sex novels. Yeah. Those erotic, yeah, fantasy novels. Oh, my gosh. Just picturing uh, Stacey Abrams writing that. Uh, well, it's not a, not a pretty sight. Well, nothing for nothing, but I don't mean to be crass, but if she's not getting anything, she's got to write about it. I mean, come on. 
<laughs> Come on. I mean, like I said, what you're doing in your bedroom is your own business. Now, something else I want to touch on, uh, Hunter Biden, the leak. A story was leaked to the Washington Post, and it's always the Washington Post, never the Washington Examiner, never Fox News. But a story was was leaked to Washington Post that the Department of Justice, that they're closing in on Hunter Biden, and that they have information to charge him on illegal gun possession and lying. And as I said on last night's show, I'm bringing it up again because there's just more that's coming, is that that's nothing. What about the other stuff on his laptop that he should be charged with? Now, folks, some of you might be glad that, oh, they're going to get him. They're going to get him. I don't know if they're going to get him. They're going to let him work out a, uh, a deal so that he could get off. I mean, he'll probably pay a fine, but to me, it looks like they're angling for Donald Trump. And as I said, even if they indict Donald Trump, he could still run for the president. And why would they indict him when he has done absolutely nothing considering what Joe Biden has done with China. And I know that a lot of people aren't familiar with the story, but I would say go back and look at Tucker Carlson on YouTube, Tony Bobolinsky, Google it, and there is the evidence right there of Biden working with a foreign country, a foreign leader. What was that all about? And let's say that none of that, you, you guys just say, well, we don't know Tony Bobolinsky is lying and we don't trust him, although Tony Bobolinsky served in the military and the FBI has interviewed him. And there is nothing that he has a dog in this fight to gain other than wanting the American people to know that Joe Biden is a toxic, toxic old white man who's planning on selling out his country. The same thing they were saying about Donald Trump. No, Joe Biden is the guilty culprit. And not only that, as I said, let's just say that you don't want to look at that. You say, oh, no, let's not pay any attention to that. The fact that Joe Biden is allowing our borders to be breached by a foreign country, foreign people, is enough to impeach him, to indict him because he took an oath. He swore an oath of office to protect the citizens against all foreign adversary, and he hasn't done it. By the time he leaves office, we will have over 3 million illegal aliens in this country, not undocumented workers, but illegal aliens. And we must round them up and send them back to their country. They should not be here. They should not be given the rights to vote as citizens. That is what, not what the Constitution meant. We need to get these people out of the country. But what the Democrats are doing is that they're trying to brown the United States. It will never happen. What we have here are people, and they're not the best people, as Trump said, that are coming here. Look at what happened in Las Vegas the other day. An illegal alien slashed an American, Americans, with a knife. No one is saying anything about removing the knives. Okay? And also, also, as we started the show off talking about Armageddon, the fact that Biden is lying to us about Putin and marching us to a war, a war that we cannot sustain because we have not fulfilled our military obligations and recruitment, again, is enough to impeach him and to kick him out of office. Yet, here we are, watching and waiting and wondering who's going to make the next move, who's going to do what. The media is busy throwing out all this other ancillary stuff that has nothing to do about anything, throwing this up in our face. 
like I said, with Herschel Walker, with Carrie Lake. They're saying that Carrie Lake was in a debate and she shouldn't be there. John Ferdinand, oh, Dr. Oz, he's bothering me, and I can't believe it. That's not fair. And the media, oh, Dr. Oz, leave him alone. They're coming up with all this negative stuff. They even came up with Dr. Oz. Oh, he was killing puppies. Yeah, but all doctors experiment on animals. But when we brought it up about Dr. Frachi Frankenstein, the media didn't want to cover it. Dr. Frankenstein, who's now like 16, worth $16 million and counting because of all the deals he's made with all these pharmaceutical companies to make certain that you take the COVID vaccine, to make certain that we deplete our military because they don't want to take the COVID vaccine. And the moment they kick those people out of the military, that's when war could possibly ensue upon our country. And who's going to protect us? The illegal aliens? We're going to let out the prisoners? and tell them to go and fight? You think they'll fight for us for Armageddon on a nuclear weapon? Heck no. If anything, they'll probably sell the country out like Joe Biden is probably done with Hunter Biden and his brother. But quiet as it's kept, no one wants to talk about it, Andrew. They all want to be quiet about the truth. No one wants to face the obvious, face the facts. How did we get here after they told us that Trump was going to lead us to war? After they told us that Trump was going to bring us into World War III with North Korea. North Korea, oh, he's going to do this, North Korea, whereas Biden was negotiating nuclear weapons with Iran to allow them to increase their arsenal. Now, think about it. We don't use fossil fuel. We're going to Venezuela and to Iran. So if war were to break out, how are we going to make all the supplies that we need if we barely have fossil fuel? We're going to go and depend on the... Uh, the green grid, there was something else that I saw on TV uh, on this past weekend. There's some guy in Florida, former football player. He's living on some little island, and he's trying to taunt the virtues of solar panels. Where did you buy the solar panels? From China. Will you people wake up? Now just imagine if we have war. Do you actually think China is going to give you solar panels? China is going to shut it down. China will do everything it can do to break our economic system. Think about it. If we go to a war, the first thing China will do is cut off all supplies, give them nothing, starve them out. They will acquiesce finally. This is not good. This is not good. But yet and still, as I said, here we are. And people are laughing it up, thinking, oh, no big deal. We're going to go after Trump. We're going to stop Herschel Walker. We're going to stop all these other Dr. Oz. We can't vote for them because they, they believe that the election was stolen. The only people talking about the election was stolen is the left. The right has moved on. We know that it was stolen. We we're, we're looking at the next election, trying to prevent that from being stolen. But yet here we are. And people can't see it. People cannot see it. Got to wake up, folks. You got to wake up. But as I said, Andrew, maybe a little healthy cell. <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. You've been talking about the virtues of healthy cell. I take it. You take it. Uh, you know, maybe these other people need to take it, especially the men folks. Because, man, yeah. there's so many men out there. There, I mean, testosterone level it is completely depleted, Andrew.
Yeah, and just a reminder, you can now save 25% off over at HealthyCell.com by using the code OUTLOUD. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.